Hey everybody, and welcome back to What Happened to Us with Nate, Sam, and Hugh. And this week, uh, Nate and I go through, uh, Hugh of course, uh, how we met and how we became friends and how, you know, this all became a thing in a way, over a manner of speaking. Uh, Nate wants to dive into the F1 controversy that occurred over the weekend. We do a little bit of a what's good about France and French things. And finally, we leave us with some films and a new Nick Cage film. Enough of me rambling on, and let's get to Nate and me, I guess. All right. I call triangulate where the sounds are coming from, but I, I think they're coming from neighboring yards. Well, you know, that's what happens with the, the like, leaf. Wait, it's winter time. Why the fuck are there leaf blowers? It's like the do uh because uh because they're leaves. Yeah, I, I get that, if, but if, don't you have snow yet? Just it's seventy degrees. Oh, what? It's rain. It's today is sixty-seven degrees and raining. But to be fair, it was twenty degrees two days ago. Okay, so it's yeah, it's colder here. To totally raining. normal shit. Totally normal shit. It's fifty degrees here and raining. So. Oh my god. Yeah. The the puffy jackets must be out. Like anyone's out and about right now. That's a good point. So I'm gonna apologize for the listeners. I lost my voice last night. Uh, it's kind of here. I'm on many where drugs you... to kind of keep it where it is. So it sounds sounds sultry. Yeah, I, I, like I, when I... like when Phoebe had the cold on Friends and exactly. she she turned into like a lounge singer. It might work that way. Yeah, it, it depends yeah. when it has the the crack of like a teenage boy that pops in. It changes. So. Yeah, it's not quite as sultry as hers. You, it's not quite like a Kathleen Turner. No, but you're, but it's getting you're there. close. It's getting there. If I, you're if getting, I you, you got gravelly. I'm trying to. You're, you're doing more of a Vin Diesel, not so much Kathleen Turner, more of a Vin Diesel. Well, like, I just took a like, big shot of Robitussin to kind of calm it. So it is like this is the good uh, version of what it is. Ah, uh, so some tuss, tussin. You got yeah, some tussin. Robo tripping. So. Ah. Uh, um. Okay. Okay. Well, that's all right. I'll. I'll. I just like to talk anyway. So I know just, you do. I'll, I'll I just talk. You can carry the majority of this one today, anyway. So you know, oh, yeah, it's it's it's, uh, it's it's a gift you have, my friend. Oh yeah, yeah, talking, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. Which is funny when you think about it. When we first met, we didn't talk at all. No, that was our that was our thing. That's why that's why we became best friends after a day because it's like, oh, I can sit next to this person and they don't need to talk. Yeah, we have we have plenty of friends who just feel the need to talk, and that's unnecessary. It is when it comes down to it. We'd we'd watch a game, we'd sit yeah, there. I I'm all for talking, but if you're sitting at a bar watching football, I don't need to talk. Were I don't we, were we even watching football that day? That's the question. No, I doubt it because I remember very vividly that we I first started doing the den in the springtime. So, because we would do Sundays, a uh, friend of the show, Chris, who got me on the den, uh, which is weird because she lived in, the, lived in the valley. Right. So it's, it wasn't like a neighborhood bar. I don't even know how she discovered it, to be honest. I, it, was ha it was like between her and our e-offices, which are on Mild Wilshire. Right. So maybe it's just a spot she found on the way home. I don't really know. Possibly. Because um, even the, my boss, Andrea and Chris, uh, Andrea, also friend of the show, mm -hmm. boss at the time, they are the ones who discovered the den for me and that I started going there because of them. Neither of them live nearby. So I have no idea how they found it. It's a good spot. It was a good spot. It's still, I guess. Yeah, it might, it might be again. Uh, but yeah, we started going because of the Sunday uh, barbecue, which yeah. is a, a thing of the past. And that's when like a fresh-faced uh, doe-eyed, doe is that the term? Doe-eyed. Uh, Travis, like yes. with his, sha with his well, early... He wasn't even working there yet early 20 teens shaggy hair oh yeah he that was like when he i mean because that was like when he first started he was doing the sunday afternoon shift yeah um and yeah that's we started going so that would have been springtime so i don't know what the hell he would have been watching baseball yeah but that was that a sport that we both need to stare at a tv i don't know it's, it's neither a tv it's, it, there's a game playing on a tv at a bar that Strangers were sitting next well, that, to each other. Well, that was a good season. That was the 2011 baseball season, which for all you baseball fanatics out there, was a good year for the Cardinals. I, I, don't, I don't know what good, you're talking about. Good year. Good year. Yeah. Was, yeah, it worked out well for us. Um, did you guys beat in the World yeah. Series? Did we get beat? We oh, did no. not. Who did, who did you beat? Oh, the Texas Rangers. Oh, right, right, right. Oh. Yeah. The Texas Rangers, who unfortunately lost two years in a row, yep. lost their hearts. They, uh, but they made it two years in a row, so that's something. And now they're garbage again, so... Uh, yes, they were garbage pretty quickly after that, to be honest. They fell off real fast. 
which happens. I mean, people also forget the uh, the Tigers have made two World Series in the last twenty years, and they are bare horse shit. Yeah. So it happens. Yeah, well, they beat us. As I say, the proverbial us, the Padres in '84 for their last World Series. Yeah, so. but they also went. The Cardinals beat them in '06, and the Giants beat them in '12. Oddly enough, and I, this has probably come up before, I have a weird memory where I could, uh, in all, well, no, not all four major sports, three of the four major sports, I'm not good with hockey. Yeah, I could just rattle off the last 20 winners with, without much effort, and I don't know why. It's, it's completely useless knowledge. Like, if you just picked a random year, I could tell you who won the NBA, uh, baseball, and football, everything from, like, 95 on. Uh, and could can't, and could tell you the opponent. I don't. It's just a weird memory thing. I, I don't know. Hey, people! People have we, weirder memory things. Let's let's just do an hour of you just pop, popping off years, and we that that'll fit. That'll fill. That'll up, fit. So. That'll yeah. I think we'll be done after uh you know ninety seven. Ah, good old ninety seven. That was um, Bulls beat the Jazz. Um, ninety seven Marlins beat the Indians. And um, ninety-seven, ninety-eight. Uh, ah, there you go. Uh, Green, Green Bay beat the Patriots. That was Brett no, Favre's no, first. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Um, um, wait, ninety-seven, ninety. Well, no. Okay, this is that conversation we yeah. had last week where it's confusing about. Are we talking ninety-seven season or ninety-seven? We'll talk um, ninety-seven season. Because that's because you're because right. of that. You are right. Because of yeah. So the ninety-seven Super Bowl. Yes, the 97-98 season was Broncos over the uh, Packers. Correct. Cause the, yeah. Cause the, no, yes, the yeah, Packers yeah. made it two years in a row, won one of them, and then the following year was Broncos over Falcons. Now, I will also say, because of that little wrinkle in time, when you say 97 for basketball, that is first um, Bulls beat the Sonics, and then, secondly, Bulls beat the Jazz, depending on which Where? half of 97 you're talking about. Yeah, that's fair enough. Ah, yeah. Well done. Anywho, this is, yeah, that was a, that oh, was no, a fun no, exercise just, in that, memory. Fun, fun. I was like, I, I, I knew the, the, that's why when you did the Super Bowl, I was like, wait a second. I'm like, oh, that was 96, 97, and then. Yeah, that's a weird little wrinkle. Yes. Um, NHL, could not tell you. Fun. I. Probably Honestly, I think I saw some of them recently. Oh, I think because I was thinking about it with the hurt with my uh, Hartford Hurricane. Oh, we were talking about it last week. Yes. And you're like, oh, the Hurricanes won like the Stanley Cup like a year after moving from Hartford. And I was like, the Hurricanes won a Stanley Cup? I don't even remember that. Honestly, honestly, the only Stanley Cup I remember is 2019 because that's the only one that matters. By the way, the St. Louis Blues won that one. Just, yeah, just to be, just... to be clear. Uh, um. Yeah, like I, I, yeah, could not tell you. As, as I'm uh, looking up the list of of Stanley Cup winners, yes. Um, were the did the duck, Ducks were in there somewhere? They won one. They 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 won a couple, I think. I I remember the two the 2010s was like a Red Wings. A, a, Avalanche were 96. Ah, right, and that was like right after they left Quebec, Quebec. Yep. Um. I remember that the 2010s were like just a back and forth between the Kings and Blackhawks. Didn't they both win three? Or maybe the Kings only won two, but the Blackhawks won three. Uh, Blackhawks um, won 2010. Bruins, Kings, Blackhawks, Kings, Blackhawks. Yeah. Yeah, they did like a back and forth. Um, yeah. Uh, well, you know, it's, it's, we always start off with, with sports. Right I have right. a bone to pick with... Um, uh, did you ever get caught up on F1? Because that was some, that was some chicanery. That was some fuckery. Okay, so what I understand for those that of was you, some that was some horse that was some horse shite, as okay, they would say. It depends the on pond. who who talks like who you talk who the fan base you are talking to too. Okay, well there yes well except yes true but even objectively speaking it was horse shit like so yeah for so anybody that's for not a, not an F one fan um, which uh, bringing back the old uh, you know the the old uh, what was it. Uh, Formula Fun was our old uh, segment, but this this one is going to be Formula None because I have a I this was fuckery. Um, So yeah, going into the last race this past weekend in uh, Abu Dhabi, uh, because uh, F one is like is the richest sport in the world, and they 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 race in fancy places. Of course, Um, the the uh, Lewis Hamilton, uh, five time defending champion, which 
that alone should make people not root for him, but I root for him, which is weird because I, you know, back in the day, I've loved F1 since high school. Uh, back in the day, Michael Schumacher was the king of F1, one of my all-time favorite athletes. Who is this um, running guy? Hey, uh, Montoya. Monto- Juan Montoya was a, yeah. There was a, a, a number of uh, household names from that era. Um, Jacques Villeneuve. Um, they're they're usually from all sorts of different countries. Uh, but then Lewis Hamilton's became like started breaking all of uh, Schumacher's records. So I kind of over the last few years, and he was a really cocky kid. Like Hamilton started as like a teenager, which is unheard of for that level of racing. You have to work your way up every level, even NASCAR. You kind of have to work your way up from the different divisions. Right. Um, but F one is especially so because F one is such an elite. You know, the they only have twenty. They only have like. 15, 16 drivers on F1, and they're like the, the elite of the elite. Yes. Anywho, so I hated Lewis Hamilton because he was the cocky teenage kid, and he was breaking my, my favorite driver's records. But now, and now he's the five-time defending champion, so there's no reason I should be rooting for him, except I am because his main competitor right now is an asshole, an absolute asshole. Like Max Verstappen has no redeeming qualities, except that he's an incredible driver. And he's Dutch, so if you like Dutch people, then maybe that's the redeeming quality. Um... But yeah, they were going into the last race. They were tied, uh, so the winner—not necessarily the winner would win because there's a chance that neither of them won. Whoever finished ahead, po- kind of thing. Yeah, the point—the way that F1 points works is weird. Like the top, like eight people get points, and everything below that, you don't even get any points yeah. at all. But the winner, so basically, but the thing is, is they win every race. So it's one, it, whichever one of them finished higher would win. Um, and uh, without going in too much minutia, uh, basically Lewis Hamilton was winning the entire, leading the entire race. Uh, Verstappen was um, well behind him in second place, and a crash happened on I think five laps to go. Yeah, it and was the last car. Ham- yeah, Hamilton had a ten-second lead, which is pretty much insurmountable with five laps to go because that's that's big. But be- because there was a crash, they did a sa- um, uh, there was a safety situation where the, the safety car comes out and all the cars have to slow down, but stay in their same positions. And at that point, there were five cars between Lewis and Max. Well, those were lapped um, cars, if I'm correct. Those were lapped cars. So yeah, Max is still in second place. Lewis is in first place. But there's five cars in between them that were lapped cars. They were lapped down. Some of them might have been two laps down. No, they were all one lap down. Um so, and of course you're going slow because it's a safety lap. They have to take the wreckage of this car that crashed off the track. And it's possible, it's happened before that races have ended in, in a safety lap because yeah. as they're going around the track going slowly, those count as laps. So there's five laps left. They're going around the, the course. So it depends on how long it takes them to get that car off the track. Uh, a race, there's been championships that have been won on a, car, on a race that ends when they're doing safety laps. It's, right. it's anti-cly- anticlimactic, but it happens. Um, but at that point, the, um, the governing body, the FIA, and more specifically, the race director, his name is Michael Massey, and he's an asshole of a different type. Like, you think UEFA's corrupt. Oh, God. FIA is right up there. Yeah, oh, right up there with the, I- the, the IOC, IOC, UEFA, and FIFA. FIA are pretty much on equal ground in terms of uh, corruption. So they had they had two choices, uh, and these were both within the rules. They, and this is uh, they could decide that no cars could move, like so that the the lapped car everybody had to stay in the same position, mm-hmm. which would had which meant there would be five cars between Lewis and Max. And, Lewis and depending on depending on whenever the the you know the safety lap ended, there'd probably be one maybe two laps of actual racing left. And Max would still be in second place, but he'd have to pass five cars to get to Lewis, which is very, very difficult to do because they are not driving on an oval in F1. It is a very, yeah. very windy course, so it's very hard to pass. Um, the FIA originally decided, they're like, we're going to say no passing. We'll Hopefully we'll get a race slap in. We might not. Lewis is probably going to win. It got to the point where the um, Christian Horner, who, um, who's the principal, the, like the team owner for – Red Bull, which is Verstappen's car, was being interviewed while this was happening. And he told the broadcast, we're going to need a miracle. And that's when the FIA stepped in and goes, okay, we'll give you that miracle. Because um, the FIA first decided, okay, we're not going to let cars to pass. Then they changed their mind and said, okay, we are going to let cars pass. In that sense, the rule book says that if they were going to let the lapped cars pass to unlap themselves, they had to let every lapped car pass, you know, 
do it. And, and basically what would have happened then and the amount of time it would have taken for that to happen would have ended the race because they would have, the, if, if the, the rule that they made, if all the lap cars could unlap themselves, that would still have to happen under safety, which means the race would have ended because they would have run out of time. They would have run out of laps. Right. But what the, F, the FIA did instead, which is the fuckery, is they decided that the only cars that could unlap themselves were the five in between. The five in between Lewis and Max. So basically, Lewis's 10-second lead went to shit. It disappeared. So with one lap of racing left, all of a sudden, Max was in equal footing next to him. With newer and tires, it was, from my understanding. And with newer... Yeah, and he... Yeah, he was on new tires. Lewis was on tires that were 30 laps old. So at this point, you're like, well, there's no way that Lewis can win. because He's on old tires, and we're doing a one lap for it all, which is just bullshit. So basically, everybody's complaining that the FIA gave it to Max because they were tired of of Lewis winning every time. That's the fuckery. That was probably way more minutia than anybody cares about. But if you, if you happen to see why people were so upset, that's why well, I mean, it was taken. A, it was stolen from Lewis Hamilton. That, that's a fair breakdown. That's a pretty yeah. good one from my understanding. I'm like, I, I got the, like the, the 75 second version of it on the Levitard show. So that's why I had, Oh, she, 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 yeah, she, she, Oh, that turned into a fun conversation. Yeah. Cause they, yeah. The, uh, the, the, the shipping container who just lives to piss her off. Like Billy just kept asking questions and asking questions and it was just pissing her off. Um, but then you get into the true uh, conspiracy theorists, like the QAnon of F- F1, if you will. Like people have oh, been please. going down like some pretty deep theories about how that car that crashed with five laps, laps left was told to crash to give to basically to set this all in motion. Cause if that car doesn't crash, Lewis wins. Yeah. But that car crashed, seemingly not hitting anything. It spun out and hit a wall that caused this entire chain of events that you could make. I mean, if you you have to do serious, like Pepe Sil is it Pepe Silvia? Wasn't yeah. that the Always Sunny? Like having red uh, red yarn attaching photos on a wall. If you wanted to try to make that argument that that's the whole thing that started and like you know the FIA told that guy to crash. Okay, so let me get this straight. This guy was on uh, the Lewis Hamilton team. He's a Mercedes driver. No, no, that's where it gets. He is. He's on a different team, but they use the same engines. Okay. The each team in F one only has two drivers. Right, right, right. But but I think Williams Renault is his. So Mercedes is is Lewis Hamilton's Mercedes. Max Verstappen is Red Bull. Right. A red Red Bull. The team is Red Bull. They use Honda engines. Mercedes obviously uses Mercedes engines. Right. There's a lesser team called Williams Renault, who um, oh, when I say less, the... when I say lesser, it's because F1 is. I'm is, impressed that you're well, saying the car name correctly. Ah, you know, you I mean it's not Williams Renault? Yeah, like yeah. I think we're probably the only family in America that had a Renault in the seven, like in the eighties. Uh, yeah, wasn't that wasn't the uh, Al's car that like never worked? It, didn't, it, it, didn't it set on fire? No, no, no. Is no. That, is, oh, oh, yes, it did. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But that I, was in I Scotland. Remember. That was in Scotland. I, My dad. Okay, didn't. I was. But, I was gonna say, didn't he have one that, that caught on well, fire? Okay, I thought to, I remembered to, that. To uh, placate <laughs> the story of my father, uh, he he finds him. He found himself to be a, a tinkerer of cars back in the day. Like this is why but, he never tinkered with cars after. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Did he think he was a tinker? So I mean, well, he was a tinker, but yeah. did he think he was a skilled tinker? Uh, he did at that time, it seems like. And so my dad did some electric wiring on this Runo in Scotland. This yellow Runo. I don't know what. That's all I got. Yeah. And uh, he made it so the car, when he took the key out, would keep running. So he'd stall out the car to stop the car, kind of thing. So ha. he drove it down to a soccer match. Or football match, uh, put the car in park, whatever, blah blah blah, playing the game, and all of a sudden he turns around and his car's on fire. It just lit itself a fire because it's like no more of this, Alan. We're 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 calling it a day. Well, I feel like so he was. Turns out in the end he was not a good tinker. No, 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 not at all. Because that is not what's supposed to happen. Yeah. So no. wait, so he 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 was tinkering with the elect with the electronics yeah, well the back sense. like in the, the fact that the car could run without a key is that's that's troubling you know, he's essentially was hot wiring a car let's, let's be honest uh it's a french car yeah there wasn't much electronics back in yeah. those days well well yeah that's no that's fair um, it, it, honestly like cars didn't have serious electronics until like the 80s early 80s because my I, my dad had a um when i was maybe one or two he got it it was um, a black corvette 
I don't know. I very bad with models, but it was the, it was that year's Corvette. Did it have like the um, electronic speedometer kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it, like I'm, I don't know if it was how how far ahead of the curve or along the curve Corvette was with electronics. I have to believe they were probably pretty far ahead. Uh, maybe I don't know. But anyway, this was like the first car that he had had that was like really truly run electronically, like not you know. And um, he woke up in the middle of the night. Heard this crazy noise from the garage in the middle of the night. Came out to see the car had just gone all haywire. The the car's computer and the doors were unlocking and locking and unlocking and right. locking just on their own. Um, and it he I don't even remember what he did to fix it, but it was just like yeah, this is this is not supposed to happen. Um, but uh, yeah, um, it's probably not the first Renault to set itself on fire, and probably it wasn't the last. Uh no, the second run we had just wouldn't run when it rained. By the end, well, that's like, a classic French surrender move, exactly, right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know man, the, the French they should not, they can't be counted on for anything. I'm I'm actually trying to think of French products that are reliable. Um, cheese, brie, brie's yeah, pretty reliable. Champagne, fairly reliable. Those are not. Electronics, oh, or well, oh, there was that the the uh, the champagne fan famine, like where the the crops were all destroyed, especially oh. from like uh, oh, I forget what it was, but like that's why there's like a a region in New York where a champagne vine was given back to oh really, and that's why there's only one place in America that can make champagne. They were given the right to by saving. Oh, all... interesting. Yeah, I have. I have. Uh, that's that's a really. <laughs> summarized version of that story but you know um that's fun that's fun yeah because you know there's always the thing that people talk about and it's not champagne unless it's not even from france it has to be from a specific region champagne france. champagne france yeah um yeah technically everything else is sparkling wine yep. um or prosecco but that's that's different category yeah, prosecco still um, falls into sparkling wine it place. does it's but it, yeah 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 um where was the, where did, oh yeah we we're talking about other french products yeah. uh uh, Dijon mustard's pretty good. I'll I'll give that one if the you know for just you know what this for is a fun one. Let's, let's 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 rank French products because I'm just naming foods. What else do they have that's non-food? They have a uh, fashion. They have they like okay. Uh, do they? Yeah, Art. I guess. I mean, I was. Uh, they have their own you know genre of film like uh, yeah. French noir. I yeah, guess that's yeah, okay. That's a thing. Um, kind of. A... Uh, Mon- I don't. I don't think they're necessarily French at, from France. It's just the most famous one was French. But I always think of mimes, you know, because Marceau Marceau was French. So do do, do mimes is that is, is that art come from France? I don't. I know. guess so. It would possibly. We we have to we have to do some research on mime origins. Uh, Jacques Cousteau was pretty cool. I assume he was French based on the name. He might not have been. Um, yeah, I'm. Mean, I'm trying to think. Like, what kind? Honestly, you know, they got they got decent football. They got a, they got a couple World Cups in there. They do. I mean, more uh, than the Welsh. You know, was uh, I mean, more wins than Welsh have appearances. True. Okay. Yeah. Um. Was it Zidane? Was he, he was French, right? He is. Well, he's he is. Was he French? French? But he's also, I believe, Albanian. Like, I think is Albanian or Algerian? Maybe Algerian. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was. Uh, okay. Thierry Henry was pretty good. That, uh, Mbappe, he's pretty good. See, none of these are, the, 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 the starting point of this conversation was if they have any decent cars and or electronics. And I've named nothing but soccer players and, and cheese. So, baguettes. Baguettes, baguettes are pretty are good. good. Their, their bakery system is pretty. Uh, are you familiar, one of my all-time favorite sandwiches is the, uh, croque monsieur and croque madame. No, I guess uh, Bugatti's, awesome. Bugatti's French. Is it? Okay. I guess. I, they, I just typed in well, French cars. Well, so. you see now, don't I have a? Don't I feel stupid because Bugatti's probably the the most techni- one of the most technically advanced cars. So, but that's right, Mike. I, it just ruined my argument. You're not going to throw Peugeot or Citroen in there. I am not. Yeah. I am not. No. I, mean, I I think based on the name alone, I just assumed Bugatti was Italian. Uh, Renault is a great race car, is not it? a great well, car. Well, I mean, I mean, like I, I mean, that's the, the where this entire conversation started was that there's a team in the in the F one, but they use Mercedes engines. There's that's like the... there's another kind of racing format over in Europe where they actually use cars like normal cars, just souped up race versions. And Renault usually has a good, 
you know, like a mini, like Porsche running these things. It's it's. Oh, that's cool. It's a fun we have that too. We have that too here. It's called the Fast and Furious franchise. Or Frank, actually, frankly, it was only the first two Fast and Furious movies. No, three. Tokyo Drift counts. Yes. But after that, it was no longer a, a racing franchise. It no, was, it moved off the, the race. Yeah, there was no more racing, really. I mean, they had races in the in London. Yeah, there was like there were scenes of racing, but the 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 plot was not driven by racing no, until no, 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 no. after after three. I'm... Um. I mean, you go look at the original one, you just like, okay, it's Point Break. They didn't realize yeah. they made a remake no. of Point Break when they made identical, it. identical. It's and 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 we, I think we've had this argument more. Who between um, Brian and um, I can't remember what Brian's last name was. Uh, Luke, uh, Luke. What's what was it? O'Brien. Was Brian? Wasn't his first name Brian? I'm talking about uh, on in Fast and Furious. Yeah. Um, what's his name's character? Uh, Paul Walker's character. I thought it was Brian O'Connor. Oh, was yes, O'Connor? O'Connor. Brian O'Connor. Uh, between him and Johnny Utah, which of them was a worse cop? Because they were both really bad. Like I guess they they started with good intentions, but once they got in too deep, they started committing crimes. You talk I would ar- I would killed. argue that O'Connor is worse because uh. he commit he continued to commit international crimes for like another seven movies. Johnny Utah at least. He let Bodie go. That was the worst of his transgressions. He also spoiler, got his partner dead. Spoiler. He got what? Johnny Utah got his partner killed. That's a good point. So, I mean. Uh, Brian never really had a partner, to be honest. Um, no, they put him in there solo. Um, that's fair. Um, well, okay, but he let Bodie go, but Bodie, we think, died. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. Hard to say. Uh, I never saw the remake. Did, did was that did that was the ending any different in the remake? Uh, like was, did Bo- did Bodie same. still disappear in the wave of the century? It was Brian O'Connor. Um, he, he well, died. it was Brian. It was, here's the fun. It was Brian O'Connor, but his his alias at the beginning of Fast and the Furious when they didn't know he was a cop was Brian Spilner. That's right, Spilner. That's what he told yes. them. But his real name was Brian O'Connor. Um, yeah, I don't know where, where it was. It was pretty much the that. same. It was, it was bad. It was really bad. I don't even remember who was in it. Who was in the remake? Were, were they known actors? No. They, they didn't need known actors in that one. You know, it's kind of like, oh, let's make this a breakout role for people. Uh, I, Funny I, thing is, it's the same guys who did The Fast and the Furious. The Point Break? Yeah, oh, wow. They did the so remake of Point Break. I'm like, you already did the remake of that's, Point Break. That's really meta that they're, they remade it in their own version and then remade the the remake of the remake. Ray, that's, uh, Ray Winston played that's Pappas. Stu- played who? Pappas. The, uh... Ray Winston. Oh, I know him. He's yeah. like a, a older, guy. like British actor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was in, uh, wasn't he the... He was one in the, of the King Ki- Arthur he was, movie. He was, he was also in Indiana Jones and the Crystal, uh, Crystal the, the last shitty Indiana Jones. Yes, he was. He was the, the, um, the triple the sh- whatever. Yeah, the, the sh- shitty one. Who played Bodie and Johnny? U- were they still called Bodie and Johnny Utah? Like, they were was this, or did they? Utah. Did they change the the script a little bit? Yes, they changed it a bit. It was like some bank, like extreme bank robbery thing. Like, well, I I imagine with the times, um, you'd have to change the plot. Like people, when this Point Break remake were made, people weren't still robbing banks with shotguns. I'm sure. I'm sure they made it a little bit more like you know. It was a bit of, of the times where, like, you know, computers are involved, not yes. just walking into a bank with a. Well, they're also with robbing, a, like, international banks in planes and taking. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you're not. Nobody's doing a smash and grab at a bank these days. Yeah. Like, was, if you, if you, re, if you remake Heat now, and God damn it, if somebody tries to remake Heat, I will go kill them myself. Um, that's a hard one. That's, I mean, unless you fucking crush it. And like and by, how, by how remake, the, yeah. By remake, I mean you do a different kind of movie that is based off of what Heat was. Like you don't do yeah. Heat. You do a Heat. You, you character swap. You change out. Like make it females. Do whatever the fuck you want. Like a dad. well, that's t- traditionally it hasn't worked out so well when they make. Yeah, but if you do it like women. well, that's true. In like, uh, Ocean's like, Ocean's Eight and the Ghostbusters ones, it was unfortunate that it, that it was. Uh, port, it was just poorly done. The 
Yeah, the the narrative there was that people. Well, there. But to be fair, there were a lot of dude bros that did not go see it because they because they changed it to specifically with Ghost, Ghostbusters. Like I was there fine were a lot of Ghostbusters. I was like, okay, it's a cheap. Yeah, little... no, as long as it's good. Yeah, it was fine. Like it's, honestly, I was it, I was just thinking of it today. Oh, you know what? Because this will be a conversation we could spin into. Good segue. Um, I was thinking because I was thinking about Bill Murray. Right. And um and so I was like. That which made me think of what you know what I'd seen him in recently, and I was like, "Oh, that Ghostbusters movie came out like a like." And then I was honestly in my head, I was like, "Did that come out? Because it came and went so fast, I don't remember if it actually came out, and it did." Um, but that thing came and went fast. Like, man, this is not a good time for movies, or it was just shit. But what, the I don't know. Life? What the new one? The new one. Uh, yeah, I, it's already it just gone. Gar- yeah, it just came and went. I'm, they're not giving anything any time. Like, give us nope. a couple of months with it in theater. Yeah. I like. I want to go see. On, it. Honestly, at this point, you do you remember back in the day? Like this. This is yeah. This has very much become a back in my day episode. Absolutely. Go um, movies were in theaters for like two months. Yeah. That's the reason. The reason Titanic was the all-time highest-grossing movie, despite being three hours long, is because it was in theaters for like three months. It felt and, like a you year. Know, I never saw it in theater. Like that was I saw in the I saw in the theater. Um, they, but man, that was the era. Like I don't God. know about you were you were a year ahead of me, so I don't know if it's different for you. But man, like every school in America had Titanic as their theme for prom. No, I was I was in college when it came out. Thank fucking Christ. Oh yeah, that was the, like my senior my senior prom was Titanic theme. Which, uh-huh. if you think about it, really morbid. Yeah. Um, like what what are you doing there? Uh-huh. Um. Uh, where was I going? Oh yeah, yeah. So movies got a chance, and and now you'd think in this era of COVID, so so then you know over the last twenty years, movies didn't get as much because the they were stacking blockbusters back to back so quickly. Like you know, Fourth of July became like Fourth of July Mem- slash Memorial Day was like that's when we're releasing the blockbusters, and now they Christmas were... became the new one or Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. And they they didn't get as they didn't get nearly the run in the theaters. But now in the age of COVID, when not many people are going to theaters, but that's just as I mean I, maybe it's expensive. To, no, it's probably not. It doesn't. How much more? It couldn't cost much more to leave a movie in the theater. Might cost the theater something because they want to get something new in, but right. nobody's going to see them anyway. Um, yeah, like, like Ghostbusters came and went. Um, God, I did. I I didn't know West Side Story came out this week until I heard about how badly it did. Yeah, um, I go. It did badly because it's a goddamn musical that people have already seen. It, I've heard very good things about it for the people who have seen it. Like it's beautifully yeah. done. Well, uh, Spielberg. I mean, say, say people have many opinions on Spielberg. Where the, you know, if he's actually like his movies are good or if they're just like epic, grand. You know, like they're well. Like uh, your films, your film school, like ner- you know, I don't want to say nerds, but film school snobs will say that that like Spielberg movies aren't good. Uh, kind of, kind of the same way that um, theater snobs have have disdain for Andrew Lloyd Webber because they consider his stuff just like fluffy now. nonsense, uh, even though he's the most famous playwright ever. I would say most successful, maybe not famous, uh, yeah, most successful, successful. definitely. Um. But uh, but I don't it, even know where that started. I mean, no, no. Well, oh, oh, movies not getting. A, yeah, yeah, and West Side Story. And another, I, I this is an aside that I, I don't think it's a real thing. But people, other people, were saying that maybe West Side Story didn't do so well because of um, Ansel Egfort kind of got canceled. But I don't think that's a real reason because honestly, I didn't even remember that he got canceled until somebody tweeted about it wait, about wait. why why that might be a reason. Ansel, he he plays the lead in this one. He he's a uh, baby driver. Oh, uh, that guy. Yeah. Uh, he plays. I I don't I don't know the names of the characters. Oh, we have the same birthday. West, in West Side Story. Ah. Uh, but he he had some um, he had some. I don't want to say low grade uh Me Too stuff because that that really um lessens what it means. But you know, obviously there are levels levels of of the Me Too stuff. And his was like on the like Aziz Ansari level okay. of like of like creepy, creepy, questionable, predatory, but not like assault. Like like he was there was he had some accusations of like him like you know meeting women online that may have been like 
borderline 18, like too young for him, not illegal, but too young for what he probably should have been. No, there. I don't believe in, there were any um, accusations of actual assault. It was right. just that he was being creepy, creepy and predatory. James Franco was sort of kind of in that same boat. I don't recall worse. if James Franco was actually actual assault, physical assault or if it was just predatory behavior. It was. It was bad. Um, no, it was, it was more to it than just that. It was something to do with the yeah. school and like. Oh, with making women shoot scenes that were. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so James, but Aziz was more like making women uncomfortable, which yes. is still wrong but we're talking levels here we're not you know you, you got that's but like we're, we're not we're, we're not white guys to... talking about this that have like you know this is a moment where you're like we kind of want sam back to like shed some light on oh yeah, yeah yeah she'll be back next week uh well maybe we'll see the the the, the... christmas is coming we'll, so we're gonna we'll wait to... till the ink we'll wait till the ink dries on that new contract yeah um but um uh, yeah, yeah, no, I don't, yeah, I, we should move on, because I don't feel comfortable talking about levels of Me Too, especially since it's not important at all to what, what I was discuss- talking right, about, right. which is that people were blaming the poor performance of West Side Story on Ansel Elg- Elgort, which, that name is just annoying, I mean, I, I don't, yeah, uh, he just looks like his name would be Ansel El- Elgort, um, I don't think that has anything to do with it, because you just had to look up who he was. Like, you know, I don't think people were thinking, this isn't a Kevin Spacey situation where people see, oh, Kevin Spacey isn't that? Not going to see it. This is a Spielberg movie that it was a beloved story. And maybe that has, I mean, we just talked about reboots rarely or hold a candle to to the original. Especially classic so. classics. Like, West Side yeah. Story is a classic that you cannot, it's like, why why touch it? It's like, things like that, like, where I, I've always said this about remakes. I'm like, it's great. Okay. You can try it. It's not going to be better than the original. Like, no one should ever remake The Godfather. It just should never be touched. They're going to uh, do it. Yeah. Because uh, that. Well, 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 what they're doing, what they're doing is, is the, they're making the limited series about the making of The Godfather. Which is fine. Which is kind of a, yeah, right. It's an end around. They're not making The Godfather. Yeah. So that's good. But my point being um, is, like, if, you, if you're going to remake something, remake something that wasn't that good to begin with. Yeah, no, like, exactly. Well, but, yes, exactly. Which they've done in, you know, to varying levels of success. Would you argue that the original Clash of the Titans was a good movie? Uh, no, it wasn't. It was, it was kind of famous, but time. it's not good. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. no. But it's it's classic in a bad so way. That, so they, them remaking that, which the remake was also not good. No, but it was um, better. In the sense of like, uh, I don't know, because the, the original, like you said, well, you're absolutely right about like a, it was not good, but it had a charm about it, about how bad it was. Well, it was all the like, and maybe at the maybe at the time it was, it did hold up the effects and things. I don't. I know. mean, it was groundbreaking at the time. Yeah, but it just looking back, it, oh, it, oh uh, looking back, you were just like, whoa, whoa, what the fuck. Was but that? at the same time, the remake was completely forgettable, except for the. Wait, was that the release of the Kraken? Yes. Or was yeah okay. So that's remember that's memorable because everybody says release the Kraken. Yes. Hell, they named a, a fucking NHL team based only on how had I don't know how familiar people were with the Kraken before Liam Neeson says release the Kraken. I know it was a mythical like beast, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I mean yeah. How I, often did you honest? How often? Because now because everybody you hear Kraken, everybody thinks release the Kraken, which came from that movie. Also, Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay, true. Yeah. Because um, he also said release what the is, Kraken. What is, what is that um, mythical, be- like, un- deep sea beast? It's like, chew- it's, it's a very weird spelling. It's like C-H-T-U, like, oh, Chutlu. Cthulhu? Is that what, Cthulhu. I don't know how to pronounce it. Cthulhu. But yeah, that, Cthulhu? Okay. Cthulhu. Like, that's another, like, mythical deep sea creature. That's, a, that's a, another realm type thing, and uh, uh, Lovecraft is the one who originated Cthulhu. Ah, I'm like I don't uh, know much about Cthulhu. Like, uh, it pops up in South Park, which is kind of funny. I've I've seen I've seen people reference it like when when jokes are made about how um, anytime ha- something happens like deep sea when they talk about how you know there's there's that famous say uh, statistic about how little of the ocean we've actually know about because it's it's so big and deep and people are always like well we shouldn't be researching it because i don't want to see what's down there yeah, no. and that char- that character seems to come up a lot being like uh, every time you see uh, images or video of like super deep sea organisms and fish 
that shit is scary. Yes. Like like that one that has the crazy light that dangles the in angler. front of it. Angler. Yeah, that, that thing is scary as shit. Like they are built to you kill know, and capture things. Yeah, yeah, like that. That, that there's a re- we should li- leave it be the deep sea stuff. Don't don't go down there. I don't want to know. We know what's on Mars. Nothing. I don't want to know what's down there. Uh, Hell, there could be aliens down there based on uh, the abyss. That that could happen. Uh, absolutely. Uh, what else is there? God. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh. So my my uh, my Bill my Bill Murray thing because I was it, yes, it yes. was a it was going to be a segue from. Um, uh, so early, so today, uh, as we d- sort of briefly discussed earlier, the trailer for the Nick Cage movie. Um, I've already forgotten what the name of the movie is, but where he Cage. plays himself. Uh, well, no, the called... name of the movie is like the the unbearableness of something talent. Like it has like a funny, stupid name. Um, I just can't. It, it's I can't think of it. But anyway, it came out today where it's a movie where Nicolas Cage plays Nick Cage. So he's playing himself, but he's playing like a heightened version of himself. Um, You know, but like, which is funny because imagine, I mean, Nick Cage is already a heightened version of himself. Like it's it's impossible to think of him going more overboard. Oh, it's called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Yes, yes, which April is perfect. April 22nd, 2022. And the yeah, and he, ma- he, he, he plays himself, and he plays like a, a down-and-out version of himself, which is fairly accurate. Like, there's a running jokes throughout the trailer about how he's broke and how he'll do anything for money. Um, and so the, play, yeah, the plot of this movie is he's offered money to go hang out with some rich European something. or I don't I, It's hard to really figure out the plot but he's playing himself in a heightened version of himself and i assume based on the trailer neil patrick harris is also playing himself i believe so because yes. the the movie most of the trailer involves them sitting in like a bathhouse talking about their careers so i assume it but it's possible they're going like meta non-meta maybe neil patrick harris is playing somebody else i don't know but anyway so like it's amazing and then you had mentioned jcvd uh which was the you know the really kind of breakout film for yeah it was straight for jean-claude van damme because that in that movie he played himself but not a, like a heightened version of himself it was actually like a Depressing more subdued version. Su- subdued version and it was a dramatic it was a drama right like it was good it was in and, and and it was like he it was like van damme who never really got much notoriety for his acting no, no, he's never known as an actor Never, not a bad actor, though. It, yeah. Early his his early days, he was not ideal. I mean, he, you know, Breaking he was not two. a great not a great actor. But this this was like, oh my god, he can act. But but it made me think about all of the times that actors have portrayed themselves within a movie, um, and, and more often than not, it's like over the top comedies, like this Nick Cage movie, like Neil Patrick Harris in the. Harold and Kumar movies, which made Neil Patrick Harris's that was a re, re, rebooted his career because Absolutely. he had the Doogie Howser. Then he kind of had an awkward. I believe he quit acting, to like do the school thing. Then he had here, he 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 was on Rent, but not the original cast. He was like the second wave cast of Rent. And then he had like bit part. I wouldn't call Starship Troopers a bit part, but that was one of those at the time. You're like ah. I remember oh, yeah. that guy from Doogie Howser. show Stark raving mad. Yeah, okay, yeah. But it was the... the. I mean, I don't think there's any argument that the his, his over-the-top persona in Harold and Kumar absolutely made, probably got him the role as Barney, right? Because yeah. that was like... I'm sure it helped. He was also sure the biggest name like, on that like, show. I don't, it's hard to say how that character, how the... Um, Craig, whatever is Craig Thomas is the guy who created uh, High Met Your Mother. Who knows what that character was originally supposed to be like, but it's very similar to what Neil Patrick Harris played in the Harold and Kumar movies. Um, James Vanderbeek on um, how to or, um, don't trust the bitch in Apartment Twenty. Was it called Apartment Two B? Don't yeah. trust the bitch in Apartment Two. He played like an over the top version of himself. Um, I was trying to think of other ones. Um, that would make me think of Bill Murray. It's Bill Murray played himself in Zombieland, which right. is funny. Yes. It wasn't like a super over the top, but it was an amazing cameo. Um, uh, one of the only funny parts, or uh, entertaining parts, I thought it was pretty funny, but you know, Oceans, I love the Oceans trilogy. Bruce Willis? Um, well, no, no, no. I, yeah, Bruce Willis, but the funnier thing, I was, so in Oceans 12, which didn't have many, 11 and 13 were good. Like 11 was great. 
13 I thought was a nice bounce back because 12 was so bad. I did dislike um, 12, but the, It was just a letdown from 11, I think. Uh, fair enough, yeah. I'll give you that. And, okay. and, the, and the fact that it's... Um, the entire plot of the movie didn't need to happen, which annoys me when that happens. Like, I don't know if you recall the plot of yes, it, of, yeah. of twelve. It was they they were it was like they were going after like a it was like a Faberge egg. Yes, that um the entire plot of the movie was them trying to get it before Vincent Cassell's character. Who, the, who oh another friend, cool French guy Vincent Cassell. There you go. Um and oh you know what Jean Renault, the professional cool French uh, actor Gerard Depardieu. Ooh, I think he got canceled. Oh, did he? Shit, yeah. He yeah, yeah like, I think yeah, he got yeah, canceled. Um, uh, okay, what was back to... Um, uh, oh, yeah. So the plot of Ocean's 12, spoiler alert, is that they're trying to beat the this French um, uh, thief to steal the egg. And there's that incredible scene of like, that, that, you know, that was sim- a la entrapment when Vincent Cassell's like going through the security at the museum and he's doing crazy parkour moves. Right. And then... He gets to the where he thinks is the egg, and it's not there because it turned out the Ocean's team had the egg the entire time from the beginning of the movie. So the movie did not need to happen. It it's it's up there with like the the whole we that I brought up before about how uh, the 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 Ark the Ark of the Covenant and Raiders would not have it, it didn't need Indiana Jones. Everything would have happened without him. Right. So the basically the plot of Ocean's Twelve would have happened without anything happening. Um, but anyway, the best part of that movie was, yes, Bruce Willis plays himself, but the meta joke in it was that Julia Roberts is in the movie. She's in the universe of the movie, but she's playing the her character from Ocean's 12. Like, she's playing Tess, the character from the Ocean's movies, but they make a joke in it about how she looks so much like Julia Roberts. Right. She she goes into the hotel acting like she's Julia Roberts, which is a very funny meta joke. And that's the only part of that movie I found entertaining. I was like, that's funny. You know. No, it is a good one. Um, but I couldn't think of any others of, of actors portraying themselves. But, you know. This Nick Cage one looks, looks good. He, Nick Cage is on quite a roll. He's making like four movies a year. Got to pay those bills. I mean, uh, Steve Coogan's notorious for this one, like a Tristan Shandy, a cock and bull story where it's like, it's a mockumentary, it's a documentary well, about making a movie where he's playing a character, but he's playing himself playing it's well, cause it's, I mean, that famously, uh, that's like one of the, they've always talked about that's a, a book that cannot be turned in. It's a book, right? Like Tristan, uh, yeah. I think it's it's legendarily a book that could not be turned into a movie because it's too like convoluted. So they they like made a movie about how hard it is to make a movie about that. Which they've done there was another book that they did that too as well where it was like a legendarily unfilmable book. So they did something they they did something really creative like that to it's I, like I wish I could think of it. You know, Don, that? Don Quixote is it just something that can't be done. Yeah, and Dan, uh, like I, see, I think yeah, there's I guess, still a film being made about it. Well, yeah. Well, the 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 that one was funny because that was um, the uh, Terry Gilliam tried to make Don Quixote with um, Johnny Depp, right? But but they had so much. There were so many problems. Like I don't think the film ever got finished. Um. Okay. So they they in like because they had so many. I I don't see. I don't read these books. I don't read. So I'm. I don't, I don't, like, I don't know what it is about Don Quixote that makes it impossible to put on, you know, to film, to turn into a movie. I don't know. It's kind of like Dune. Dune is one of these films that should not be a film. Uh, They they did it right by the sense. It's the same with the Lord of the Rings. It's very difficult because there's so much information to portray. It It should be like Game of Thrones was done right as a TV series because you can take your time with it. So I feel like, um, well, a bit Lord of the Rings. I feel like the the fans liked it. You know, I don't feel oh, like yeah, it was. Yeah, they a... just missed the end. Like Return yeah. of the King, the very end. They just kind of like. Which end? That movie had three endings. Uh, there's think, a whole the, the, end, the end of that end of that movie went on for fucking ever. Well, there's a whole it should, battle it should, at the it should end have ended. It should have ended when the happen. birds picked him up and took him away. The birds should have um, picked him up from the beginning and flew him in. Yeah, there's the, there's another one that's a plot hole. Like yeah. why why didn't yeah what what happened there? Um... Uh, but in Harry Potter, Harry Potter is another one where I feel like fans of the books never really had much of a problem. They like the movie adaptations, which seem like they, I mean, oh, I've, I've heard, I mean, obviously a lot had to be cut down to make those movies because those books are so damn long. 
Oh, um, yes. I mean, the, the especially in the middle. Like the first books were like it, fine, but yeah. Well, the fr- but pages. the first movie, the first movies, the first movies were garbage. Like the first two, yeah. Um, but yeah, because because Chris Chris Columbus directed those, and outside of Home Alone, I've never really enjoyed much of his 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 work. Um, but then when uh, Alfonso Alfonso Cuaron, Cuaron, he did the third one, Prisoner of Azkaban, and that's when they started turning into actually legitimately good movies. Exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, that all started. Oh yeah. Okay. Again, that's the tangents, the tangents, uh, when we go on different tangents, I can't remember where they started. Uh, it's probably, there's probably else, you know, honestly, I can this all. This all came all the way back to this. This started with our F one because I mentioned Williams Renault, and this that turned into a French thing, and that's where we start. That, that was that, the that's the rabbit. That's the start of the rabbit hole where we went down. Yeah, um, that was the starting point of all of this, uh, yeah. and I still can't think of anything else cool French, but I'm sure some will come to me. Um, Juliette Binoche, she was okay. Um, I mean, outside of people, we gotta think sucks. Yeah, <laughs> people and and um, and and foods. Uh, but no, you Bugatti. That's that's a that's a that's a my argument is shot because that that is one of the highest end um, cars. That is, I mean, most expensive cars you can buy. Uh, is McLaren French? German. Oh, German. Okay. Um. Yeah, but no, that Nick Cage movie looks awesome. Um. I don't know what it was. <laughs> no, else. just check out the new Nick Cage film. Comes out in yeah, April. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So we're going to... Yeah, we, well, it comes out in April. So who knows between now and then if the world will still exist. It's going to be It's gonna be, It's going to be. a close call. We've been... Spe- the, the process of the world ending has been speeding up rapidly as of late, so... Oh, did you um, hear the new, uh, the new theory that uh, Biden unleashed the tornado weapon? The weather weapon on the Midwest? Oh, he finally did. Yes. Wow. Okay. That, that that was what uh, was is being now. What at this what point. is okay? The 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 people that believe that. What do they think would be the end game there? Why would he unleash a tornado weapon? Uh, to make the like the, the like US these are the same people that that thought like the California fires were started by like space lasers. Uh, not just space lasers. It's a religious it? space laser. Ah, uh, yes, yes why like what is the point i don't i don't now the the one thing i will i mean yeah those tornadoes I mean, hell i mean we can talk about that 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 amazon factory that collapsed is is uh, like 17 miles from here right so yeah. like that is close that yes. is really close so we we got hit with some rain and you know the no no power loss or anything but it wasn't it's amazing that something could rip through that close to here and not really cause any damage here. Tornadoes are weird like that because tornadoes have a very specific path. It's not like a hurricane where it's uh, over a huge it's area. It's more condensed into yeah, like a a tornado. Hell, you look at some of that that footage of these like towns that have been just destroyed. One side of the street is untouched. Like right. some of these photos, one side of the street, nothing happened. The other side of the street is gone. Yeah, that's insane. But like this one was just so crazy. Like. Through sixty different tornadoes went through Kentucky. That's just bananas. But that has um, nothing to do with anything. That's that's just you know. Oh, that's totally normal. December yeah. December crazy tornadoes are because, totally normal. You it's, know um, the humidity and things that usually create tornadoes is you know that's. Uh, but like, what what would be the point of Biden doing that? Now he had the one thing that all I can think about watching all this footage is that. By you know the the federal government was very quick to uh, you know off, assistance federal aid very quick which um, as they should ap- yeah, you know absolutely but it's something during the Trump administration that didn't necessarily happen because my all, my my immediate thought is the two states hit the hardest are Illinois and Kentucky both with Democrat governors I can only imagine Trump doing pulling some Trump bullshit where he went like a quid pro quo where like what's in it for me I'm gonna help you if you do something for me. Totally could see him doing that. Oh, absolutely. And so, and so every time I see um, either of those governors like doing press conferences, I'm like, "Wow, what what would this have been two years ago?" Because oh. he did that. He pulled that shit yes, several times. Uh, let's think about this for a real quick second. Uh, look who's begging for money for the state of Kentucky right now, who denied emergency aid yeah. to other states. So it's 
at both yeah. both the senators who are like, oh, there was never going to be a question that Biden wasn't going to get the money to each of the yeah. the states. It's what he does. Or that's yeah. what a rational leader would do. It wouldn't be like, and then they would vote against it because that's what they yeah. would do because it's, yeah, it's, it's socialism it's, to them. It's it's entitlement and it's socialism and it's um, until it's your state it's, and then it's, it's like we're, yeah it's it's where we don't have the money we're gonna blow up the deficit we can't give you money until it's oh wait it's my state okay please give us money I, it, it's one of these things where I'm like Te- Texas has pulled that shit so many times I yeah I'm a, it's it's they don't care about anything but themselves anyways and it's like oh I just need to get reelected into power that's Yep. That's the end goal that's for all... them. That's the... Which is especially weird for McConnell because he's not running again. Like you'd think he'd he'd he'd, he'd light up lighten up on his bullshit because he's not. I, he just wants. I, I guess he just wants Republicans to can maintain their power. But him personally doesn't matter. Uh, well, he's yeah, no. he's not running. He's not running for re-election. He's supposed to be retiring during this term. Yeah, yeah. That's not like who would um if 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 he retired well. If you, uh, okay. that's what he's trying to he fight. retired today who is the, who is the second um i don't know who the second republican senator in in power is you know they always have oh. like a an, they they always have like an order like if if it you know be like Rand. If, ted maybe i don't think ted no i don't think ted ted is just loud i don't think he's because it's usually in terms of seniority like if you just google like who is the second most powerful senator well, it's the, it's the they have a, it's a position. It's the Senate Whip. It's the Minority Whip. So look up whoever Minority Whip is. That's the that's the second in line. Um, it's it goes from Minority Leader to Minority Whip, and then everything below that. Um, so I can't for the life of me think of who the Majority Whip is and who I mean Majority Senators obviously Schumer. In theory, we know it's that's not true. John Thune out of South Dakota. Okay, it's and it's usually a a a. a, a like seniority thing yeah like like ted cruz is just loud he hasn't even been in the senate all that long um but but where it gets weird is that that's not necessarily the case with um the house like speaker they can make anybody they want speaker well yeah well that's which we're finding out Uh, yeah that's a real and people are getting a a real quick uh lesson on uh, crash course in the constitution when when when, uh i don't think it's gonna happen but but who was, was it? Oh, was that idiot Cawthorn? Um, oh, Christ. I think he he was the one that said he's going to like. He's changing. He's changing districts because they won't reelect him. Yeah, well, that's not surprising. But yeah, so for those not familiar, uh, people have been saying that if if the Republicans take back the House, they would install Trump as the Speaker. Which and then of course people people are like, well, that's not you. You have to be in the House. And people look at the Constitution like, no, you don't. It's never happened, and frankly, I don't know what the founders were thinking about leaving that door open. Well, because they didn't really think it all the way through that someone would yeah. do that. So, a bit different. Um, right? Yeah. They also so, didn't think black people were people. That's a good point. Or women. Yeah. They didn't think anybody but white landowners, white male landowners, were people. Oh yeah. So I, that's I that was talking that was the, about that. That was the starting point of the problem. You um, like, imagine imagine you had to be a landowner, and to vote like goodbye midwest because it would become democratic very quickly because that's the yeah. only place that people could afford and it will be bought up by democrats because like yep. okay out you get and then you, you know you're not going to have your base you know well that's that would be an interesting script to write the 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 alternate universe where only only white male landowners were still allowed to Let's just just say landowners are allowed. Land, okay, yeah. Like let, let's get out of the specifics <laughs> of it, because uh, you and I wouldn't vote. Not that I could, anyways. Uh, but. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I don't own land. Um, yeah, I, you, I you're I'd absolutely inher- right. I've inherited In a, some land, but now I guess yeah. I mean, how many? How many? I guess we have a few homeowner friends, so they technically own land, but a lot of. A lot of people. Rent, California so voters would be very different. Uh, with land, yes, yes, it would. Um, just a, just a weird true. thought to end, end off this conversation for the day, but yeah. Yeah. So but, New York, New York City. Imagine oh, yeah. that. Oh, no, that's no. uh. I think yeah. That's, not that many. If, if if you're if you're getting technical with it, not that many landowners in New York City. There's no. very few that own a lot of it. Yeah. 
I guess you'd buy like a little like place outside. That's why I'm like, and even, and even then, like even like the building owners don't necessarily own the land; they own the building that they might lease the land. There's a lot. Of yeah, that. it gets complicated. That that's actually a that's a fun um, train of thought to think about because well, yeah, you know, maybe you can come build, back to it build, next week. building owners don't necessarily own the land that the building's on. Well, there you go. And that, on that note, there's a thought to, to end, the, end the episode. So. We say thought provoking. That's thought what you provoking. do, Nate. That's what you you, yeah. you bring it out of everyone. Be like, let me think uh, about that for a second. If they made it all the way to well, the end of the episode, too. I'm just glad I got in my 15 minutes of complaining about F1. I think we probably lost everybody then. Oh, uh, why would I not let you do that? I think I think I did a good job of explaining it, but I don't think anybody cared about it. Eh, you never but it, know. But it it was fuckery of the highest order. I was livid the entire day. Yeah, I, I, I was. Could tell and you so was so was Twitter. See, that's the thing is that even the Verstappen. So there is definitely a a divided line in F one. You're either a Verstappen fan or a Lewis fan. It's funny that they don't count the other eighteen drivers. It's no, like they nothing ever happens with them. They don't care. And the fans of those a, other drivers already know that they don't matter. Yeah, and it's it's like being a. I mean, honestly, it's not the difference in being a, a English or any sort of European foot, club football fan. You know when your team's a have and it's a have-not. I love the Wolves. I know what they are. 